Live from the Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for The V Show, right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Bobby V. Not quite Bobby V. There, there it is. That was for you, Eves. Thank you. Uh, getting off to a little bit of a late start. Apologize, everybody. Um, we were in the studio, but Tanner just kept firing breaks. He just went rogue with it. Uh, well, we but, have to finish up our production meeting. Yeah, that too. Yeah, those are usually I've got, two I've and got a half, three hours. Lie, a little sheet of lies here. Um, basically, cut and, cut and paste stats I found on websites like Sea of Blue and WDRB. Um, but, you know. Okay. That's, that's basically it. You know, I want to want to cite my sources if you will uh, but it is the v show not quite bobby v pops out today late night traveling last night with bc um so it's your boy nick valvano it's coach mark lieberman it is tanner Brutomesso on the ones and twos and we have a loaded show for you today a lot of action last night U of L blowing a uh Eight-point lead, lose 89-77 last night. The Cats, they get back on the rails, beating Ole Miss 75-63. We'll talk about that. Carter Knox signs with Adidas. We'll talk about that. Chris Holtman allegedly uh, just got fired. I'm saying allegedly because I'm not sure. I'm trying to find the official story. But I know there was rumblings going on that he was set to get fired, and I heard the guys talking about it in the back as we were coming on the air. So we can talk a little bit about that. The uh, man at the helm of we got Ohio some interns in, in there, so... Maybe they can. Yeah, can you guys uh, help me confirm? Is that true that Chris Holtman has been? We fired? want confirmation. They fell last night. Number twenty, Wisconsin, beating the Buckeyes, sixty-two fifty-four. Um, so we will talk about that as well. It is also Valentine's Day, and by Jove, we have three just strapping young interns that are all single. So at some point, we're going to have them hop on the air, uh, give us some. We want to know Wednesday facts <laughs> about. Uh, Valentine's Day, and also give us the, you know, a little bit of a, we'll do like an eligible bachelor thing. They'll tell us if they like walks and puppies and on the beach and everything, and maybe give us their best pickup lines, and we will judge them accordingly. So, do you have a go-to pickup line? Did it hurt? When you fell from heaven? No. (laughs) That is the (laughs) punchline. That's pretty good. I just try and be as charming as I can without a... See, like go to pickup line. I used it to, just happens organically, you know. You just that, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, it's nothing pre-planned. I used to have a couple of like when I was on Tinder and whatnot. I would use those like lines, and to you know varying effects of uh, success. Mm-hmm. And there were times they were successful, believe it or not. Um, but for the most part, like I'm with you. It's just you got to read the situation. But it helps if you're two things: confident and funny. Like you got to be. Like if, if I would that. say that that transcends just a pickup. That's everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Be affable. Be funny. Be affable. Dang it. You're using better language than me. Good. Oh, yeah. Being smart also helps. Mm-hmm. Being, being smart and speakifying better. You need to speakify. You got to speakify for sure. Um, that That's for sure. Uh, Eric Crawford. What did you say? Chris Holtman is fired. It yeah. is confirmed? Yeah. Like a lot of reports are coming out. Okay, cool. All right. Like I, I didn't, I didn't see that. Truth be told, I hadn't refreshed my Twitter. There was something about Sue Storm that I was reading because she's trending, evidently. Well, they've so. announced the Fantastic Four movie for July 25th, 2025. Oh, okay. I see it. So, um, I believe Pedro Pascal is playing uh, Reed Richards. Yep. Vanessa Kirby is Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Joseph Quinn is Johnny Storm. And uh, Eben Moss Bacharach is The Thing. So, there you go. I thought uh, I, I will say there wasn't a lot that was good 
about um, the past two incarnations. Of well, they haven't been part of the um, MCU. MCU. Right. They've been Fox and uh, right. Sony. The one with uh, I think um, Sony had one of them. I believe so. There was yeah. well, the original one with with um, Jessica Alba. Yeah, and, yeah. But and, I'm and saying Chris Evans. Those were Chris Evans. They were okay. Uh, they were fine. But, but one but, of the shiny parts of that was Michael Chiklis as. Uh, Thing. Oh yeah, I thought I thought he was, he good. was really good. Mm-hmm. Thought he was really good. So um, I, I didn't even see the the newer one. With the last incarnation was absolutely a train wreck. That's what I heard. Yeah, Miles Teller, um, great cast. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, Kate Mara. Uh huh. Big it fan just, of all of They just I don't know who the, the thing ball. was off the top of my head. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, the Miles actor. Teller, Michael B. Jordan, Kate. Oh, Mara. it just Man. was an absolute atrocity. But I think what they want to do is now bring Doctor Doom as the main baddie into the MCU. Well, because I mean, Jonathan Majors has been um, let go. Let go, yeah, and he wasn't even Kang the Conqueror was not hitting anyway. People just were not. I, it was hitting in the in the Loki television show. Yeah, but he the did movies, very well. I'm saying the well, he was only in one. He was the, in the uh, Quantumania, the Ant Man movie. I thought he was in uh, the Marvels one. Am no. I, am I, oh, okay. I, I hadn't seen it. No. So okay. He was in Quantumania, which was another train wreck. They just keep missing. Yeah, they've been they've been on a just throw trend. every dollar you have at Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., and just say come back, come on back. Well, I mean, you it's, have the you have the movie with Chris Evans and Captain America when he goes back and returns all the stones. So you got at least one more movie in that. You got to think, right? I mean, I like that. And mm-hmm. then I don't know. And then if Robert Downey Jr. ever returns, that'll that'll be a well. A, a, now that a they've opened scene. up Pandora's with the whole multiverse that you can do, really. Right. I think now the the Wolverine and, and Deadpool movie is that going to save it? Do you think that's going to save it? Because I thought that the they they have three things that can save it: some sort of storyline where you bring back the original Avengers, bringing the X Men in. Or Doctor Doom because you need a big bad. You need somebody to build. Around. I think it's all encompassing. I think, um, I think two or three. If they're going to bring the X Men, that's going to be the huge part of moving forward. Is the X Men? Um, Giancarlo Esposito um, from Breaking Bad. Big fan of his. Yeah, he's he's in talks to be Magneto. Um, no, um, Professor Professor X. X. Ooh, I like yeah. him as that. So uh, yeah, you bring them in um, and you get the Fantastic Four off the ground and whatnot, and we'll see. Riveting conversation. I know we didn't MCU. mean to start off talking about uh, Fantastic Four and whatnot. Yes, we did. That was part. We talked about that this morning around seven a.m. If you remember, it's in your sheet notes. Um, wow, that's an interesting text I just got from Andy Sweeney. I'll show. You, I'll show that to you. <laughs> okay, I'll show that to you during the commercial break. All uh, right, what else we got on the docket? My all right, friend? so what else we got on the docket? Well, we talked about it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to get your thoughts? U of L, yes, uh, up forty-seven thirty-nine at the half. Mm-hmm. And then just run out of steam in the second, um, losing eighty nine seventy seven. Again, I'm not sure if it's running out of steam. It's just that you know what they're doing. You know, when you give up fifty points in the second half, and, and that's where you have to you have that lead, and, right. and you've got to be very judicious with your possessions. And then what you do defensively, and then transition again was a bugaboo. And you know when you're allowing a team, I mean Nick, they shot. 56%, 56.7%. You know, they're making over half, more than half their shots. And 11 for 23 from the three-point line, you, you've got to dig in and have that that if you want to win those type of games. Well, I wanted to pick your brain about it because I, like, I don't have your, your knowledge of the X's and O's. But I did notice one thing. Mm-hmm. At the start of the game, BC was utilizing, what, that like UCLA cut? like, And they just like... Th- 
four straight possessions. It was a basket after basket. So they're, they're, it was, it's a pinch post. They're playing off yeah, the high post. Right. And then they're slicing off of that. After that pass, and, and one of the things is the most dangerous player sometimes is the passer. And what happens is if you're defending the passer, you raise up and you relax off the ball. I've always said on the ball makes you pretty good. Off the ball wins championships. Right. So when that happens, you've got to you know, get to that bottom foot, not allow them to back cut, not allow the curls. That's why I've talked about like the inconsistencies if they're going to switch and how they're guarding the actions. Your dad mentioned this, which is absolutely true, and I've been on that point. The ball pressure is the key to everything you do. Your best post defender is ball pressure. Your, your ball pressure buys other guys half a second. There's no pressure on the passer, uh, you know, and that could be guys don't want to foul. Guys don't right. understand technique also. Because, look, they, they And that realize, happened later in the game when they got in foul trouble collectively, right? I mean, like, you, you, you definitely saw them kind of yeah, but easing I, off the throttle on the defensive true, side. True, but I'm, I'm a big believer if, if you teach it right and you, you, good defensive teams don't foul. You know, Virginia did not play 10 or 11 guys. They don't foul. Their positioning, right. their technique is is great and that's what you have to understand so to start that game whether you're 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 slicing off the post whether you're having some curl cuts whether you're you know throwing over the top and so on so those baskets were just were just so easy so you knew in the second half they're still going to get those good looks and then the tr- and then you become offensive sensitive nick where you're not scoring and all of a sudden you know your effort to get back in transition is not the same right. and that's that's normal for a lot of teams but that's been a huge point of contention with with the Louisville um, defensive mindset so not getting back and allowing Boston College to get easy baskets you know you just you have that lead you just you got to battle how, gotta how much of it can contribute to like Sky Clark being out like, well i mean uh, just from a depth standpoint but again they scored you know they had what was it? Forty-seven points at the half. Right. So it's forty-seven thirty-nine. You, know, you have forty-seven um, as far as having another guard, and then Tyler. You know, he well, is, when he got taken out of the game, mm-hmm. like the offense really. I mean, they they had like six possessions they couldn't score. I mean, they made note of it on the broadcast that that. I mean, it's something we all know that Tyler Johnson, you know, usually gets the offense going, but they just looked really out of sorts without him. And that, at that point, I feel like Sky's presence being lost was really felt. So something that yeah, and and I understand what you're saying. When you have those situations, that's when the clock becomes your friend. You're going to work for a good shot. You want to make. You're waiting for Boston College to breakdown they ran a lot of baseline runners Mm -hmm. um, to get the ball to Huntley Hatfield basically having a guy run through hit him in the corner and then go into the post they were doubling Hatfield at times yeah but you some success right but even though he did finish with 21 yeah yeah, look he's he still was able to get some pocket passes from from Tyler he was able to finish you know he was a force but he had trouble guarding post for sure because post is an inside out guy and hit some threes and you know playing that way and and not pressuring him because he doesn't want to come out of the game and whatnot. But you can slow your offense down to a point where you're not relaxing on offense, but you kind of downshift a bit and just making sure your offense is going to help your defense by getting to the free throw line, by taking shots your team expects, by right. not trying to over dribble. And when you say taking shots that you expect, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that that plays into that clock management right exactly now okay. you have now you have clock management now you don't you're not forcing bad shots where guys aren't expecting it what else does that does what else does that do my what, how'd you call it? you're speakifying. speakifying yeah i was doing so well up to that point you were point. speakifying real well 
Thank you. Up until thank you, Nicholas. You're spe- no, you speak fine, real good. You speak a fine, <laughs> real good, there, Coach. <laughs> so you you allow yourself to get Nick offensive rebound opportunities, but your floor balance is critical, right? So if you have a guy penetrate and nobody's, you know stepping back and putting a foot on the three-point line to have floor balance to make sure there's no transition baskets, you're not turning it over. That's when you can kind of slow down the game when you have those kind of situations. You go into that locker room, hey, we have an eight-point lead, that's great, but that doesn't matter if we're going to turn the ball over, allow them to go on spurts, and not allow ourselves to get to the free-throw line and and slow them down that, that way as well. So, you know, Sky Clark, yeah, he's a weapon, and it's great to have that depth, but that, you know, you have your seven, and with with pain playing, that's right. that's eight. You have your guys. Just, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but I, do, I was wondering like how big a factor like it was. I mean, you know, he's able to score as well, and then when yeah. Tyler, you know, picks up the 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 flagrant and then gets in foul trouble and is kind of frustrated as right. young players that happens. It would have helped to have had him, but I think they can. They were still in position to win this game without him. He's the coach, Mark Lieberman, Nick Valvano, in for Bobby V today on the V Show, 437-9680, UPS Jobs text line. A um, couple texts coming in here. Um, it says here, sounds like Eric Musselman to Louisville is a done deal. I don't know about that. We can talk a little bit about the ongoing coaches' uh, discussion um, a little later. I wonder how much... Um, UK getting the job done against Chris Beard and company hurt his stock in the eyes of a lot of uh, Louisville hopefuls. It, it, it's amazing. Like it's it's the flavor of the of the month or flavor of the day with with picks. There's no done deal with with Musselman. You know that's and, and as far as I've said this. Look, you've, you you know um, Josh Hurd is doing his due diligence. Yeah, I was going to stay away from that. I was going to. Well, see, if I say it, then I feel like it doesn't count because that's your word. Just like if you say not quite, it doesn't count. Yeah, I can't say not word. quite. It is your phrase. Yeah, that's my phrase. I was just uh, waiting on bated breath for you to say it, and I was so excited. <laughs> what is not it. quite? Is that is that an adverb? What is not? There's conjunctions thrown in there as is well. Is that a conjunction? So it's a conjunction and an adverb? Is that is that what not quite is? Four three seven nine six eighty. Text all us you, in. Oh yeah, all you uh, wit majors. Okay. Let me know. Text my mother. She's she's just a why is, aficionado of, of English. I'm still talking, Tanner. I'm sorry. What's up, Tanner? Why is Adam Silver on the Pat McAfee show? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I don't. I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, as as they are <laughs> muted in our studio, but um, that is an interesting guess. Uh, what, say what you will about Pat McAfee. Um, he's wearing sleeves now, so I feel like that makes pops. Why is um, that? A little happier. Why do you think? Probably because people, enough people were like, you just know, put a shirt on, just, 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 you know, there's, yeah. there's a sleeve monster on the loose at yes. ESPN at the Thunderdome. You know, we need to clamp down on that. Tanner, we he need does inter- get good guests. We need the to man tell gets guests. why he's got, um, I guess, because the NBA All Stars coming up. It's the Bobby V effect. If Bobby V didn't like it. They were like the higher ups at ESPN were like Pat. <laughs> no, why is on. Adam Silver on? Oh, oh, on. I think it's All Star Weekend. That's why. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that, that probably is. I just saw that the uh, Golden State Warriors were were close to trying to acquire LeBron. Did you see that? I did not see this. Yeah, before the trade deadline, that would be now that's heck? leaked. And I wonder whose camp leaked that Tanner. You know, so that's probably LeBron's, right? It has to be LeBron's, you think. right? You, you He's got think. a player option this year coming up too yeah, after he, the season. There's well, always there's always a method to all that madness. So if he goes and he he's wins going. another title, he's leaving. He leaves LA mm-hmm. and he wins a title with a fourth team. I think he's going to stay on the West Coast because of Bronny, right? 
So maybe Bronny goes. Bronny, Bronny, and LeBron finish there. He should go to the well, Kings. Well, LeBron finishes his career. At, wait, at the Kings? I mean, with that young talent, like he always wants those young players. Ooh, I would like to see him that with the Iron be, Fox. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, would certainly that would, would be. be really fun. And throw in a Bronny James in there because mm-hmm. you got to think like that's the the package deal. Mm-hmm. You're getting both of them. How many more years do you think he's got in him? Two, three, um, three. I'm saying I, I three. would say he, he's waiting to play with Bronny, and then that would be it. And that'll be it. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think. Um, Bronny's a, a surefire NBA player, but whoever he'll be on the he'll be on the roster, right? You know, I just whether it's G League and then you call him up for ten days or whatnot. So I mean, like two weeks ago, he had just a stupid stat line game to be thirty eight, like to the point where, like, I mean, Melo, his doppelganger in that two thousand three draft, that stacked to. 2003 mm-hmm. draft. Not doppelganger, but his quarry, if you want to say that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, his... Mm, I'm going to come up with something. I'm a little stumped right now. He his. stuck around the league after his his production went down. Um, he stuck around the league for another like two or three years mm-hmm. as, as a shooter, kind of. And like a role player. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like LeBron... I, I think like we're two years away from that still with him. The and, way, and, and I wonder how long he would stick around the league as a role player. Is what I'm saying. I love as I was, but your know. voice went I, up I, and you took command. I know you I felt bad me. because I, I, I had you shouldn't to, feel bad. It I was wonderful. To, I wanted to finish well that thought. I know you did, but yeah. And but, then I, I immediately stopped because I saw in your eyes that you really wanted to finish that phrase, I, and you, you you landed the plane. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But now I, I def, you know, now I defer to you, my friend. You know, with your expertise. What you else know, can you use besides defer? Let's see. Um, offer to you. <laughs> now, I, 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 I yield the floor to you, my I, friend. I like that. Yes, I yield the floor to you. Yes. Um. <laughs> I will. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of other like debate terms. Like I took one course in college. There's a great story in. Uh, Keep filibustering. This is fine. Yeah, but I'll tell you that story off the air too. It's it you've got be, that. You've got the Andy Sweeney text. I think LeBron, without a doubt, does. Just such an unreal job of taking care of himself. Oh yeah, of his body. The hyper, like, he's got like a hyper everything. You can just tell from you know he's got the Tom Brady type of thing where you right. know it's just, and those guys are, are outliers, they're anomalies for everything. They, they're generational. I mean, you just can't explain it. Tom Brady could probably still play after throwing yeah. those passes in the Dunkin' uh, Donuts commercial. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the uh, outtakes or whatever. Um, so him, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck throwing footballs like through a, a a donut, like a large oh, really? fake donut. Yeah, and he's just and he's just zipping him. Affleck there. just can't make one. Matt Damon's got a nice arm. I liked uh, I liked his arm. That's always yeah. that. Those were I, anytime an athlete or an actor has some sort of athletic chops. Like we talked about this over on uh, the producers podcast, not the producers podcast, mm-hmm. the gas bags podcast. Right. Like when. An actor is playing a certain sport. Like Kevin role. Costner. Is yeah, just, and, and, and they know just, how to throw a ball. Like they were talking about how, I, I forgot what movie it was, Tanner, but the pitcher that um, they cast the kid as a pitcher yeah, and they had um, to get a stunt double in because dazed he and could, confused. Yeah, dazed and confused because the actor couldn't throw a ball. <laughs> well, either could Tim Robbins. Yeah. Like, Tim Robbins couldn't throw a ball. So if you look at it, there's a lot of times that they're 
splicing and showing like the back as he's winding up and so on. Yeah, and it's just like it's one of those things where yeah. they don't have to have a Bull Durham, I mean just fantastic movie, but Tim Robbins could just not throw a baseball. Well there is there really is something about and, I mean in some of the training regiments these actors go on. I mean, there's it's, so it's many incredible. Yeah, it's but, a, it's but a it pet peeve, the, though. It it's really, a huge yeah. pet peeve if, if you don't look athletic or not look athletic because you can look athletic, but you don't. You know, it just doesn't look the part. Like, right. Yeah. Well, well like, there, and, and then, like even um, and I, I'm going to interrupt you this no, time. That's fine. Like for me, Robert Redford in The Natural. Yeah. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah. Like his arm was fantastic. His swing yeah. was like spot on. It was, I mean,. He was no, really he good. No, he looked like yeah. a baseball player. Mm-hmm. No, and it adds to the real rookie of the year, the the little Chicago Cubs pitcher. Uh-huh. The kid doesn't know how to throw a baseball. Now yeah. it kind of helped because the whole story was he was, broke his arm yes. and everything. But like I'm just watching, I'm like this kid's supposed to be hitting ninety. Doesn't look like he can freaking get it over the plate. Do you think there's any kids he that saw that movie and thought, well, if I break my arm, I could become like this great pitcher? Sadly, probably yes. Right? There probably were a couple kids that, that <laughs> it just says, hey, that. you know what? My arm breaks. I'm yeah, just gonna it's throw gonna it as hard as I'm gonna jam my arm against this wall. And you know what? I'm gonna be playing for the White Sox. <laughs> yeah, right. This is some, some, some Southsider, right? <laughs> oh man! But like uh, we were talking about it, like a miracle. One of the reasons that movie's so good is a hockey movie, is that uh, it makes my alarm go off. But it also well, um, they used right. They used they turned ho- young they, hockey. Players. They got hockey players that uh-huh. had some. You know, hey, sure. did you minor in theater? Cool. Like right. yeah, like and, and they they taught hockey players how to act as opposed to the other way around. Well, again, one of the classics of of all time. You know, Wesley uh, Snipes and and. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson. I mean, oh, they yeah. could play. Yeah, you know? they, they, so it was fun. They could, they could, they could play yeah. a little basketball. Yeah. That helped. What did you think of the remake of White Men Can't Jump? Uh, it was all right. I didn't see it. It was okay. I, I, I heard mixed to slightly positive reviews. I, I would actually. say this. I said it was okay. It wasn't anything that I would like highly recommend. But I think um, he did. A, he did a decent job. Yeah. You know, he was again. He was likable in the movie, and he could play a little bit. So, you know, um, kudos to uh, Jack. To Jack. Yeah, he's a really. I liked him acting. I think he's a better entertainer than like rapper. And I feel like some people might come at my head for that, but I think he's funnier than like. No, he. I think he's he got acting a, chops. He, he could definitely like has a acting chops. Where it's like ah, I don't need him to be making music anymore. Well, you, yeah. you know, I in, agree. in life, I agree. he's got. You he's find got people who can who are entertaining and, and can perform in front of audiences. They're usually they, there's more to it because they they have the talent to branch out into other avenues of entertainment so that's usually the case yeah where you see people who are in the entertainment industry that can are singers or rappers or whatever and then can have some they understand how to play a role as well what is that thing like it's uh, i know it's like with musicians conjunctions they're like a, they're, they're like a music a musical triple threat mm-hmm. they could like sing dance and play an instrument is that it or Probably. write music or something right. i forgot what it is but then there's other people i feel like you could be like an entertainment quadruple threat mm-hmm. where you could you know sing dance act and also maybe play an instrument lady gaga was just fantastic in a Star is Born. I still haven't seen it, but I, I know I need to. It's it's on the list of about fifty movies. So I good. need to see. Yeah, I'm right. going to give you. This is you need to watch that one. Yeah, there's. Well, you say that about a lot of movies, but but I feel like there's. Well, also, there's so many good movies out there. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like you do what I do with like I, I I say, oh, he's a good guy, and then someone comes in and is like, you say that about everybody, and then I'm like, no, he's I really a good you. guy. Yes, and then people say, well, you kind of say that about everybody too. Well, like that's how you are with movies a little again. bit. It's Racing like 
voice. Okay. This is. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> this is the, you're raising your I'm going to cut you off because um, Donald Glover, who yeah. I am just a huge fan Childish of. Childish Gambino is fantastic. Yes, he is amazing. And um, he Atlanta, one of my favorite shows. That yeah. was fantastic. He just did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, um, yeah. On I, Prime, yes. Is very good. It's good. But see, like, I, I'm, I'm saying, like, I know when I say that about people. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, I know I say everybody's a nice guy, but this person I really, really, really like. Mm -hmm. I noticed that about you. You say, like, this is a great movie or this is a great show about a lot of things, but then you have, like, little tells that I can, like, you kind of, like, have a nod. Like, that's your thing. Like, it's it's a quiet, slow, like, eyes closed nod where you're like, trust me. I know I say a lot of things are good. This is like a can't miss. That's what I did with the bear with you. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that one, then there's there's something even higher. Just like with me when I'm saying, like, I really like this person, there's, then I go, like, no, this is like one of my favorite people ever. Like, that. then you have an upper tier of even that where you're like, watch this or I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things. Right. And that's where, the bear was in that category. Correct. Like, it sounds like a star is born. It, is it's maybe the, a notch below, but you need to see Right, but, but this is, this is the quiet it. nod, like, Nick, yes. trust me. Yes. Trust me. Oh, you need to watch this Beautiful, one. beautiful movie. And Lady Gaga just um, uh, just absolutely killed it. Well, I mean, she she she's Italian. Big fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can she can get the job done. She 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 was in the little Chiefs outfit at the game. Yeah, she was. That's a good yeah. point. She could be. We were talking about this earlier with uh, with some of the people um, uh, with the halftime show. We were talking about people who got the EGOT. You know, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. And how it's got to be a better acronym than that. Yeah, no. Like I don't. Well, I mean, the Toge. Toge doesn't really anyway, work either. I'm sorry. Yeah, continue. No, but the EGOT, and I I don't, like, we went through the list of, there's only been, like, 14 EGOT winners. And then, like, like 17, if you count people who got, like, honorary Oscars, you know, like, Lifetime Achievement ones. Mm-hmm. But... Um, like Lady Gaga wasn't on the list, and I'm and I'm I, I feel like she just I think she just needs the Tony, and with someone who has acting chops and can sing, I could see her being on Broadway. Yeah, I, it's funny because since The Star Is Born, which was, golly, what was that? 2018 maybe, and I, she I don't think she's appeared in anything since. Yeah, no, yeah, she's just kind of chill. Yes. She's just been pushing migraine medicine. Mm-hmm. Like she's like on that <laughs> one random been, yes. yeah that one random commercial yes which not making light of migraines they you know I've got friends that suffer from them but yeah uh, all right we'll take a bottom of the hour break it's the coach Mark Lieberman's Nick Valvano it's Tanner Bertomesso we are in for Bobby V today on a we want to know Wednesday edition of the V Show on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven tired of jumping from job to job how about a career in a recession proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment. The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store.
be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437 <laughs> It's the V Show. It's rolling along here. <laughs> yeah, we are. That was weird. <laughs> We're rolling along here on a We Wanted a Wednesday on ESPN 680-1057. The coach, Mark Lieberman, uh, Nick Valvano in for Bobby V today. Tanner Brutomesso, our man on the ones and twos. Um, a lot of ways to get a hold of us. The best way, though, UPS Jobs text line, 437-9680 is the text line. Uh, we can get back to some hoops talk. Do we have any text that we need to address? Um, couple ones. Tanner is twirling his... His Raleigh fingers, His Raleigh fingers mustache. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, yeah, that's definitely more Raleigh fingers than Dennis Eckers. I got a new yeah. nickname actually during the Super Bowl because there's a Pringles commercial. One of my f- girlfriend's friends said, "You kind of look like the Pringles guy," and I was like, "That was actually the first time I've ever been told that." Well, man, maybe we call him Pringles. Well, that means you're being compared to Chris Pratt. That's true. That wasn't a not bad a spot. not a bad guy to be compared to. Yeah, there's worse. Not at all. <laughs> there's worse. I like me some Chris Pratt. Did you know that uh, we want to know Wednesday? There's a bunch of stories involving him, but there are quite a few. Yeah. And one of my favorite ones is, I think this was before he had to get in great shape to be Star Lord. Correct. But there were a lot of takes on uh, Parks and Recreation where they're eating. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, there's one where they're eating, like, a whole burger. I think it's the mm-hmm. Burger Cook-Off episode with Ron Swanson and uh, Rob Lowe's character. Um, they, when you're doing shots like that, mm-hmm. there's a thing called the spit bucket. Okay. So the actor doesn't have right. to eat, just keep eating. Correct. They can have it in their mouth and spit it out, put that on the mixtape. And so they they loved Andy because he would do 27 takes and never use the spit bucket so he would that just be in there story. chowing down on burgers it could be take 13 and it was his fifth burger didn't didn't care he was eating it and i i love that i love that about him i i will be the first to admit that i have not watched i've watched only a handful of episodes of parks and rec um i i do want to partake in that I, I know the first season they kind of said this yeah, so first so, season's but fine, but they, it's they, got Aubrey Plaza. So for me, I mean, um, that's they they the first season is fine, but they they it was sort of like it was like a, a movie that was slightly out of focus, and then the second season hmm. they get the characters right, they eliminate a character that I actually liked, but they add somebody even better in their stead, and it's I I still think I don't think it's hot takey to say. I think The Office has, at its peak, maybe some funnier moments, but collectively, Parks and Rec is better than The Office, my humble opinion. Like, okay. It, like, uh, the thing is about The Office is there's some characters that, Pops has this, like, standard of excellence, he says, like, with entertainment and, like, plays and everything. He said, a play is really good or a show is really good when there's not a character. When they come on the screen, you're like, oh, this trucking person again. Mm-hmm. You enjoy them. That's how, like, like The Office, there's some characters that, and I know that's their character to be annoying and, like, grating and everything, but I'm not even talking about the main cast. I'm talking about, you know, people that come in, like recurring characters. And th- sometimes The Office would just be like, uh, I really don't like this guy. I don't find them compelling. I don't find her compelling. You know, Parks and Rec, even the people that are designed to be annoying, were still, they were like garnishes. They used just enough of them. They never overpowered the dish with it, whereas The Office sometimes did. 
So, anyway, I'll get off my thing about Parks and Rec. To the text line, 437-968-UPS-JOBS text line. UofL men's basketball could soon be no more. Why was KP brought on when UofL basketball was already in so much trouble? Another texter says, Eric Musselman spotted looking for houses in Shively. (laughs) Another one says, Arkansas is crap this year. Why would we want Musselman? Another texter says, ask Coach Leaves if we're going to have a TBT team again this summer. And if he's coaching again, I sure hope so, this texter says. Let's start there. Okay. Any updates on that? Um, Anything you can say? I don't want to. I'm putting you on the spot right no, now. No, it's man. okay. I'm sorry. I will say this. Um, it's very unlikely that I will be coaching the TBT team um, this time around. Well, that's disappointing. Um, just a lot goes into it that. It was just so, so much, and it was so time-consuming, and I loved every second of it, and it was a great experience. I'm glad what we did for for the city and for, for kind of bringing back that nostalgia for, for everybody. It was, it was so much blast, fun. But there it was, was so much fun. Correct. Um, believe there will be a TBT team for Louisville, um, and uh, I, I am, uh, you know, in... in in contact with people who are involved and whatnot, but um, yeah, that that was such a great experience. Um, it just was a lot, and there might be some other things I'll be working on. So probably just be a fan uh, this time around. All right, so, there's enough. your breaking news. There you go. No, 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 Tanner, we need the sounder. Um, we were talking about it during the. Uh, we just mentioned it. Do we want to call um, Tanner Pringles? I don't know. Text in yes or no four three seven nine six eight UPS jobs text line. Um, a lot of text in there about Eric Musselman. What, uh, I see that I don't know. Oh, what... Trilly Donovan evidently mm-hmm. in his like Discord, which I think you have to pay for or something, mentioned that Eric Musselman was a major candidate to be the new coach at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with Steve Rummage to an extent. Um, he talked a little bit about it today on Middays with Marcus Maven, and he said that he thinks the brash attitude of Musselman would resonate real well with the fans. You know, big win, and he takes his shirt off and is twirling around with the fan section and everything. A guy that does not seem to take losing well, I think he would definitely resonate with L and the fan base. That said, I don't... He is probably of the big four that constantly get mentioned of Beard, Tang, Cronin, and Musselman, Mm -hmm. he is last on my list. And it's because I feel like if that's the direction they go in with a new head coach, you are going to need somebody that when there's hiccups and when the times are bad, that can handle it. And I'm not saying he can't. I think he's a terrific recruiter. I think his high-strung energy would be good in some ways with the fan base. But this was something I said when Mac was getting hired. You have to be wired the right way to deal with being under the microscope 24-7 here. You are the biggest show in town. And the 1A to the 1 that is UK is being the biggest story in the state. You have to be able to deal with that pressure. And certain guys that are very high-strung, coaches like Tom Crean, Greg Marshall, Chris Mack, like to, you know, which is what I said when that last coaching go around was that was my biggest detri- detriment with him was that's why I was team Shaka. Um, I liked Chris Mack. I liked him a lot. He was second on my list, but he was second because I thought that maybe 
Like there were some instances of him being high strung. I didn't think that would translate. Sure enough, when he got here, he became prickly with the media, um, and he didn't really resonate um, or didn't seem to be conducive to the pressure that mm-hmm. was um, the U of L job. I'm not talking about what he did on the court. I thought he did a fine job on the court. I didn't like how the Dino situation got handled. I had personal stake in that situation, though. So anyway, but. Um, I felt that he did a pretty good job, but I felt, sure enough, the thing that I was worried about came to fruition. I feel like if you're going to be the coach here and you're going to be taking over a situation where the fan base is starving for success and any hiccups and bumps in the road are going to be met with vitriol, I feel like, and you have a fragmented fan base to begin with, I feel like you have to have somebody that can handle that and from all accounts, Musselman is a guy that is highly wound and highly strung and yes, falls into the category of Tom Green, Greg Marshall, Chris Mack. And I don't think he I, I think the pros don't outweigh the cons in that regard. That's just my two cents. Yeah, I think, look, all, all the four names that you mentioned, they're 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 successful. There's there's positives and there's drawbacks for for everybody. So you just, you know, it, it's it's what. The athletic department, Josh heard if if uh, if a change is made, then then you're looking at what would fit. Um, but yeah, you, you got to make sure you know it's a home run hire. You got to make sure that this one really works. Right, and, and I'm not you know, saying is, I'm yeah, not saying a there's the a, a lot of hypotheticals here. Mm-hmm. There's still a coach here. Mm-hmm. We exactly. can get to what Carter Knox might have. Uh, you know how he can impact that. We'll talk about that. But I just feel. Like, from what I've heard and what I've seen, Eric Musselman, great recruiter, brash, um, intense, those are positives. But they can also become detriments, and we saw that with Chris Mack. And I don't know if that's exactly what this fan base and city need. Um, And that's why, and I'm not saying he's a bad choice, but that's why he's fourth of those four coaches on my list you know everybody has those four and they continue to talk about them whether it's um you know mick is the pick or or oh god you know, the must bus in the tank all that stuff that goes on I, and i get it but i i just think that there's there's things that we're not privy to that that i, I wouldn't be surprised if none of those names are the um are the next head coach if in uh, if and when it changes is made Four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Texter says, Hi coach, what are your thoughts on offering Richard Patino Jr. the head coaching position at Louisville and you as his assistant coach? I don't um, I don't hate that scenario. No. If, <laughs> if we're gonna go in the direction of new yeah. coach, I don't hate that. Um yeah, that's uh you know, big win last night for for, for my buddy. Uh you know, first win at Nevada in eight years. Um he's thriving out there, but you know, coming back to the to the East Coast and and whatnot, that would be a fantastic uh, scenario, in, in my opinion. So, um, I will say this, and I've said it before, just because of the name it's attached to him. I, you know, I was I worked with him uh, at Louisville for a year. I was the uh, assistant head coach at FIU with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known him. Um, you know, we've we've remained close. People would be really. Uh, I wouldn't say surprised. He just—he's a worker. He's a grinder. He is just consumer recruiting. He watches uh, copious amounts of film. He spends a lot of time in his craft. He doesn't just rely on his name. So, you know, for for a guy like him, 
he's going to do like Minnesota. Um, we were at FIU for that one season. We get to the um, to the Conference USA Championship game, and you know we get to Minnesota job, which is a hard job, and was did a heck of a um, um, rebuilding and and getting that program where it needed to be. But it's hard to sustain it, and then now he's at New Mexico and he's thriving. You know, he's got he's brought in some really good players. So yeah, I think he'd do a fantastic job if uh, if if it came to him being the the next coach here. Four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line texter says once you're introduced to Little Sebastian, you'll love parks and recreation. That does help. Um, and that's the one show I just haven't. You know, of all the shows, I'm, I need you to watch that one because because that's one of the down. shows that I pro- down, I, I probably spree- I, I speak pretty. <laughs> as I say, I speak. I speak pretty fluently. I I've, I'm a big fan of that show. Uh, I haven't finished it though, so I haven't watched the last season. Um, it's what I do. I just can't finish things. Like I, I can give you eight in a third innings, but I can't give you the complete game. And that's just uh, that's that's kind of how I am in life, and that's also kind of how I am when it comes to watching series. Four three seven nine six eight UPS job sex line. I feel like the attitude Mus has is fine, but you have to have such a big ego that you think those criticisms and stuff are just re- ridiculous, and you can brush it off a little bit. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he can, and I and uh, and again, I'm saying I don't know if he can. Maybe he can. I have no instances of saying that that he can't i just from what we've seen he's got a brash attitude and from what i've heard he's pretty high strung that's not to say he couldn't handle it maybe you could see it on the floor he's 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 been known like for for you know back to his days um even like he's he's an nba coach he's very much um confrontational brash and so on but you know those can work for positives as well that's that's what i'm saying i do think that would resonate with the fans 100 percent when he had Interaction with some of the Arkansas players, which to me happens all the time. Like I don't know if you saw that. Like him and one of the Arkansas players got into it, you know, on the sideline. Yeah, but, but that, like to me, you said, means that, nothing. And, and that's, that's just a camera is. catching something you know, that I feel. I'm like. not a fan of what Travis Kelsey did. You know, but those things happen. Right. Not as as egregious as what Travis Kelsey did. But as far as being confrontational with players, like, yeah, that's okay. Like, to me, I've... Well, it's I've, like fights in training camp. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's just... The, these know, things players, happen. I'm jumping, you know, I'm, I'm jumping on them. They're, they're, they're pushing back. And then as long as, you know, you ha- you can't have those type of rules without relationships. They believe in you. They trust you. They understand that it's emotional. It's like no other job in the world when you're coaching. Right. You know, it's not like you're at work. You're going to have, you know, bla- you know um, just flare-ups and just, you know... Uh, um, yelling and, and screaming but it's acceptable in that arena so as far as muscleman i you know um you know he's it's he's done he's a he's a very good recruiter we'll see four three seven nine six eight ups jobs text the line if you want to be part of the show um this is a good one uh texter says i want to hear coach's thoughts on coach walls's treatment by the ac acc after his comments about the officiating, what were your thoughts on that? Too harsh, too. You know, I mean, he was just. I, I think I feel like he was justified in his feelings. It was a terrible call. Right. Co- cost him the game. Yeah, look, he he's he wears in, and you talk about someone who just who gets it and understands the media and understands how to promote this program and whatnot. That call, I mean, and I don't know, in that type of situation, you might go to the officials and say, hey, we're trying to do this, so so you're aware and, and, and whatnot. But, yeah, look, to make that call in that situation, and, and 
he he's going to say what he feels and he always has and being around him and and spending time with him that's 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 what he's about so do i have any issues with it no was the fine excessive yes yeah you know definitely um, feel like they're trying to make an example i i agree um but i've had issues with some of the officiating in in women the women's game for for quite a bit actually Four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Um, Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn in the new Batman movie. That is like that's, no, that's the good new Joker ca- movie. Oh, with the Joaquin new- Phoenix. Oh, so, so that is correct. I I I like that casting. Yes, I like that casting a lot. Yes, thank you, Texter. I forgot about that, and she is. That's her first role, I, I believe, since uh, A Star Is Born. Thank you, Texter. I haven't seen Joker. Does Batman show up at all? As a as a as a young boy, yes. he does. Okay. He visits. It's it takes. It's a different spin. Yeah, on right. The whole thing that they they take their own narrative as far as the backstory of of Batman. It's a little different. Okay, with the Waynes and whatnot. But yes, he does have an interaction with a young Bruce Wayne. There you go. When I was in the theaters and that happened, I kind of got up and screamed. I was like, "It's Batman!" And I was. And everyone's like, "Shut up!" And I was like, "Yeah, my bad, guys." Yeah, I would have shushed you myself. I don't. I don't like that in the movies. I like my aesthetic distance, my suspension of disbelief. When you're in the theater, I don't want like phones and other things going on. I'll shush you. I do like it though. I'll shush you, all right. When it's a blockbuster film. Cheering and whatnot. And when there's cheering, like you're watching stuff. Avengers Endgame or something. Yeah, yeah that's like, fun. Like, like when, that's, Cap- when Captain America makes his appearance in the Avengers. Or uh, Avengers Two, you know he's behind the train. Oh, that like, that music, the crescendo, and it builds up, and yeah. you're like, and, and you're, you're just like, him. wait a minute, who is that? And yeah. then he just comes in, starts whooping starts. ass. It's like, yes. oh, it's Cap. Let's go. When he gets, um, what's the what's the name of the hammer? Oh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. And he gets that. And oh in yeah, that, that got some cheers. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, that that was pretty awesome. Now, see a movie like that in a packed theater is is fantastic. No, that's that's a yeah. fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was mad because I was about to cheer, but I got scared. I didn't want to be the only one. But like when all the heroes, if you just said "woo" and went crazy, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're the only one. Yeah, I didn't want. I, I like it was. It, I had. I had the happiness chambered, and I just you know I what? Didn't fire. That's okay. Do you ever do this? Like, but somebody did. Let me. Ask, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna segue off of this real quick. Do you ever beep? Like if it's a long, like if you're in a traffic line, but you know there's traffic. Oh yeah. But it's not like you just beep and then you turn around. And pretend like it's somebody else. I've never done the turnaround move. I do the turnaround. Only I, when I'm with Emery, because she gets upset if I beep. So I'll beep, do the turnaround, and all of a sudden, magically, the traffic starts going. No, I, 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 I beep so politely that it's more of like a, hey. No, hey, I'll, hey, I'll New hey. York beep it. Yeah, like, see, I, I oh, rarely I'm, New I'm York beep. I've, I've done it. I mean, I've done it a couple times, but usually it's like, oh, hey, we're about to hit Try each other turnaround. type thing. Try the turnaround. But watch how that works. Because well, that absolves you of the blame of the beep. Right. And, you know, you look back and like, why are you beeping? But yeah, it's, right. it's your beep. I'm gonna Give have it a to, shot. I'm going to have to use that maneuver. Yeah. Next time there's a beeping situation. When I'm annoyed in traffic and I want but to But see, go. I, I'm dumb. I'll do that and there'll be no other car behind me. So the guy is going to be like, I know it was you, jackass. Like, well, if there's no car behind you, you're probably not in a, in a line. Yeah, that's fair. If, it, if it's a beep for the green light or the stop sign because someone's looking at their phone. Yeah. It's allowed. I've, I'll do it. It's happened to me uh, on, on just a few occasions. I'll do the wave. 
I won't take that as offense. I won't become road, there won't be any road rage. If someone beeps me because the lights turned or whatnot. I'll I'm not paying politely, attention. I'll put the hand. Yeah, up no, I say, usually do too. Okay. Might be that's my yeah. that's my blow. Yes. That's my bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I usually do that too. And it's not a condescending like, hey, right. It's a genuine. Oh, my bad. You know, right. sorry guys. Right. You know, I I, I do that too. Right. Not if it's like just happening though. But if right. I was looking at my phone, then I'm gonna be polite about it. I like I. It always scares me when I'm second in line and there's like you know there's a line and car four beeps. And then I like I jolt awake and I think that I'm holding the line up, but I'm not. And then I'm like, oh, thank God, there's a guy in front of me. Just think when you're at the, like the supermarket and you're just deciding which line looks like it's gonna, you know, um, open up first. And then you always you go to it and it slows just, down it slows. every single. The, then you have to ask time. for the attendant because it says this wasn't scanned. Oh yeah, always happens. Or they to need me. your ID for something. And it's yeah. like it's not even buying beer. I'm buying yeah, lighters. I'm buying, <laughs> I'm buying like. like um, Nyquil. Yeah, sir. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll take a top of the hour break. Eric Crawford of WDRB will join us on the other side. It's the coach, Mark Lieberman. It's Nick Valvano in for Bobby V today on a We Want to Know Wednesday edition of the V Show on ESPN 680 1057.